Welcome to the Resellers Niche Podcast, a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers where we investigate unique categories of items being bought and sold and show how research equals knowledge equals profit. And now your hosts, Russ and Mo. Howdy, Russ. How's it going in Florida? Mo, it is going awesome in Florida. How are things out in California? Nice and warm still, thankfully. Allergies are a little much, but nice and warm. Good deal. Good deal. This week's episode, or this episode, what we'd like to do is just kind of talk about the guest we've already had on, uh, some of the things we've learned from them, and then also a little bit later, me and Mo are going to talk about some of our reselling experience, some of the things we really like and the things that excite us, so... Uh, Mo, we've had some really, really informative and, and smart guests on, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've learned a lot. It, it, it is amazing how much I've, I've learned just from talking to the few people that we have. I think we've had, what, five, six guests on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every single one of them had unique uh, perspectives on different stuff. So, yeah. You know, when I think of like those, uh, and I saw you posted a, a video recently of some of those uh, uh, the GI Joes was it that you posted or? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to look up some of the stuff that Clara was talking about there and then I picked up a few of the savers there. So, yeah. That is a huge, huge potential area somebody could go into, isn't it? I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, when I was looking into it a little bit, I saw that it's like when people, I mean, there's multiple names for it. Like if you said GI Joe, maybe somebody's talking about like a four inch figure. In that case, they're like the 12-inch figures, and I guess that's what they mean by one-sixth. So, um, but, I mean, you could be talking about Barbie dolls, G.I. Joes, um, uh, your customizable ones that don't even have a name, or these ones out yeah. of Hong Kong. So, I mean, uh, Yeah, Clara was talking about those ones that were uh, customized herself or uh, form-made, yep. you know, where they go for thousands of dollars. That, that, yep. that was extremely interesting. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Then, and then and, – each guest that we brought on, you realize, we start realizing how big some of these areas are. Huge. Uh, just, huge. Oh, just like Terry Huffman with the tools. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did start doing a little research on YouTube and on eBay about some of the snap-on tools he was talking about. Some of the prices are ridiculous. I mean, if you get brand new tools, full everything with the casing and everything, it could be super expensive. Yeah, I, um, I've, I've seen him... Uh, drop some big money on tools yeah and, i believe and, it and he made and he's he's turned around and, and made it back of course oh but yeah i know some and it's uh we, we didn't talk too much about in that episode about like machinist oh um, yeah they'll have thirty forty thousand dollars wrapped up in their toolbox easy easy yeah i mean it's i i mean i i don't know too i'm kind of a newbie in that area but I remember one of my earliest jobs was I did security at, um, what was it called before? The Tesla plant took over. Uh, it's called NUMI. It was the Toyota plant. Gotcha. So, yeah, you, some of these tools, you saw the guys going in, going out, and then uh, I met a few of the guys that were machinists there. I, yeah, they really knew their stuff, and they had all kinds of oh. stuff. And you're, and you're right, that snap-on area. So, you know, we tell, hopefully if you're listening, you know, always watch out for those snap-on tools. Yes. Uh, that kind of stuff. And, and even just working with our good friend Chris and, and talking about starting out with cars. Uh, 
Yeah, we actually barely touched the subject that because we kind of talked about one side of it. We should probably have him in, on to talk about uh, the other. I mean, we didn't touch on, you know, uh, people buying cars just for like Uber and Lyft. And right. Uh, right. there's all kinds of other services out there, too, not just uh, you know, buying them to resell immediately. You can lease them. You can do all kinds of stuff. So yeah, what was that one service? Uh, wasn't there like, it was like a college town service where you can rent a, you become a car rental. I, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to think of the name. It's on the tip of my tongue, but yeah, basically you park, there's like six spots yeah. and you just kind of go, you pick it up, you drive it to the next uh, location that has that same spot and you drop it off. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's really neat. And, and, and you know, when you think of cars and everything that goes through just buying your own car. Yes. You know, we could talk hours about how to buy that. But I really liked his point, how he talked about that. just get start out with the commuter cars. That's what everybody's looking for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, get the most common, most frequently used uh, cars and then uh, people are going to want to buy them. That, isn't that kind of pretty much a lot about uh, basic line of everything yeah, yeah. like a clothes and every, just get your get your average clothes that's what sells a lot get your, your blue jeans your vanilla yeah. ice cream kind of yeah. yeah yeah vanilla the you look unit what i use in uh, unitarian type area where everybody uses it it's true just a basic commuter car on yeah i mean everyone loves regular potato chips i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and then a we had Dan Moore on with the VCRs, you know, what an interesting, and I've sold VCRs and he taught me a lot just from our small conversation or oh, yeah. short conversation. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, VCRs, and I think we're going to, we're kind of on the edge of, because he was talking about how some of the, the there's very few makers of VCRs now, right? even yeah. the DVD VCR combos. And then, I mean, we didn't even talk about, you know, what's, what's, the future for that because I mean it's gonna is it is it gonna turn into kind of like an A track where it's kind of dies out I don't think so because I don't think many people had A track tapes but a lot of people have VHS tapes yeah it's I, that's a great point because it, it it does amaze me and I think it's a nostalgia thing too yes um, like you know my kids grew up listening or watching the Disney clamshells yeah so you know they, it's just huge nostalgia and I. I I've, I've moved on, you know, I do all mine on stream because I'm, a, I try to go minimalist as possible, but yeah, man, I, I'll sell a VCR cause I think they're cool. And especially those combos. Oh yeah. And it's funny. V, VHS has not gone away in terms of people having them. Like my kids, they're in daycare and then you walk into daycares. They don't, oh, they, a lot of times they don't have DVD players. They have VHS and they have a big wall of those big cabinets big full <laughs> of VHS tapes. Every and, Disney thing, every, you know. And, you know, that was the first uh, quick and usable home movies and, and affordable home movies mm -hmm. was on VHS. We all had those camcorders. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and that's something we didn't talk about on that show is the camcorder side. Of yep. Because, uh, you know, that's a sellable item. I know there's some, some of those mini camcorders can really go for good money. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you say camcorder, in my mind, I always think back to the future. He's got that camcorder. He's got the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, where you pop the VHS in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was revolutionary at the time. You, know, you could just add, take it out and put it right into the VCR and watch it. Oh, yeah. But I love Dan's idea on taking the VCR and selling, making sure you have the remote for it and putting yep. cables together for it. 
you know, make that bundle and, and that'll kind of make you stand out a little bit. I mean, you're making it easier for the, for the buyer too. I mean, I guess there's nothing worse than getting ready. You, know, you got your box, maybe, you know, five in the afternoon and it's missing the, you know, the cable, it's missing the remote. And yeah. And you, the cables, you've had that cable for 10 years. It's time to replace it anyway. Exactly. And that's an upsell, you know, where, where if you have it on your bundle, the guy may be like, eh, it's time to replace my cable. So yeah, I want fries with that. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's been, it's just those things that we've learned from our guest and just a, a short amount of time has really made me excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more and we could bring all of these guests back to talk about other facets of what have they talked about. I mean, it's just the beginning. So I mean, um, yeah. Scratching the surface. Aren't yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so, so let's, let's talk about some of your, some of our past and stuff. Like what's some of your favorite things to, to do on eBay? On eBay uh, personally, I mean, when I started, uh, I want to say, my second start with eBay, I should say, it was more to do with toys, uh, vintage toys, action figures. Um, not so much the one six stuff like Clara was talking about, but um, like uh, Star Wars, uh, He-Man, um, Thundercats, very mid eighties vintage toys. Nostalgia. Uh, that's the stuff. Yeah, you, that's the stuff you grew up with. Exactly. I mean, the gotcha. stuff I was getting when I was in elementary school. That's. I mean. I think that we all kind of crave that a little bit, but uh, that's, uh, I mean, I really wish I could do that all the time. Um, supply, the supply of stuff like that uh, is not really there right now. Um, it, I mean, you can still get all of these uh, toys. The prices are, are kind of ridiculously expensive now though. Gotcha. But um, no, I mean, if I, if I had my choice, it would be eighties toys. Um, now, let me ask you, yes. how, how much, how hard is it to get a toy like that and go, oh man, I know this is worth X amount on eBay, but it sure looks good up on the shelf. I, I have two toys like that. Because <laughs> uh, I remember I, uh, when I first started um, selling action figures, I, I sold a big lot. It was probably like, I don't know, 30 to 50 action figures. And at the last second, I pulled two out. I mean, it was half sentimental because those two were actually mine, um, not just bought to resell. And I just said, no, I can't sell these. Uh, they, they were actually, they were your items. Yeah, it was yeah. He-Man and Skeletor. I still have them. Oh, <laughs> oh, cool. I remember, yeah, I remember. That's, that's good toys. Yeah. I mean, th those things are solid. I mean, they're 30 years old and they're still going. But I mean, uh, what about you? What kind of, uh, uh, I guess, what do you, what's, if you had to pick one thing to sell on eBay, what would it be? I, I tell you, I, I thought about this and it's, it's again, a nostalgia thing. But for me, it's those real to real music tapes. Uh, music okay. Systems. I love those. And I, I, I just, they're, they're big and they're bulky and they're, they're you know, you really got to know what you're doing. Uh, shipping them, buying them the whole nine yards about like, you know, some, like I found one model in the bins and paid 18 cents for it and sold for 350, four, 400 with shipping. Nice. Um, I mean, what a great return, right? That's Other, huge. That's huge. And, and yet another one, like I picked up two recently here in Florida 
and um, they were different. They were kind of a different brand, but they took some time to sell. And okay. uh, I spent 50 getting both of them. And then I think I, I netted uh, total sales around 220 for both of them. So still, still huge still, profits. Yeah. Good profit. And it was neat testing them. And it's, I say it's a nostalgia item because I, I grew up, my father had, uh, I don't even know the name of the system. I wish I had it, but he had a big, huge console system that he brought back from Japan. Uh, he was military and when he was over there, he bought this system. Okay. So, so my youth and our childhood and youth was if we had a party, the music was being played on the reel to reel tapes. Um, all the music that he listened to, I listened to, of course, and so I know a lot of the older music. And it was that reel to reel tape. Nice. And, and that's nostalgia. And I, I just really enjoy working with him. Uh, again, same way with, with the toys, the sourcing is the one thing and you know, some of these things that i see can go you know, there's literally some of those units that are two and three thousand dollars yeah i believe it yeah. i mean you can't find them i mean so uh, finding them that's the, that's step one i'd I mean, love i'd love to do uh do some repair now i know enough in a, a movie projector i like to also deal with some of the older movie projectors you know those are pretty simple uh, built systems but if you've ever opened up one of those real, if you ever open up one of those real to reels, the complexity of the switching systems on there, it is oh. just, oh, it's, it's like a typewriter inside there. And it's something that I'm guessing they don't really do the same way anymore. Uh, no, it's all, it's all, you know, driven by uh, uh, chips and, and diodes. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or actuator, but not actually, but the, you know, the systems that, that I've busted into, the actuators now there's the uh, uh what's the one guy uh, golden finger picker you know yeah he, he he's got some great videos about uh busting into them and he'll fix them and of course you can fix something like that if you're really into them and i just i i my as i'm getting older i don't have the patience to to fix stuff like that but yeah so I guess, I mean, these, we're talking about nostalgia here. So if I was to say, you know, uh, something within the last six months to a year, uh, could you tell me something that uh, was a real good find or, or something that you kind of were real proud of uh, finding? <laughs> uh, I went to the grocery store just about a week or so ago. Sunday, okay. Sunday afternoon popped in. I think we needed normal bread milk. We got a grocery store about two miles down the, or two blocks down the street. And I look and they had Cadbury eggs. Oh, yeah. And they were selling them for 10 cents a piece. And I said, so I quickly, man, I grabbed my phone and I looked and I figured I could do pretty good on these, right? So I, yeah. bought, a, I bought a box of them. A box of them was $12. There were 48 of them in a box. Okay. Um, yeah, they were ten, a quarter a piece. I'm sorry. Um, so four for a dollar is what they had listed. So it was, oh, wow. it was 12 bucks. I came home and listed them on eBay okay. and sold them for 46 with shipping just to do a quick, get them out and move. <laughs> and that one sold and I went, they had another box down there. So I ran, I was like, I'm going to get that other box. So I ran down, got that other box, came home and uh, put that on, just do it, did a relist, sell similar. And within an hour it sold. 
So, oh, wow. Yeah, that was kind of a neat little, I, I haven't done much grocery items uh, on eBay, but, you know, and it was pushing the limits. Uh, it's starting to get pretty warm down here, so it was pushing the limits on chocolate. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like to ship chocolate in the, in the summertime. Oh, yeah. It could melt. So we ice packed it up, and we did ship it out. Uh, of course, we priority mailed it. And and it was it was it was it was a good little flip, you know. It was like nice. I spent twenty four bucks and got about uh, almost a hundred in sales plus shipping. So, yeah, now, what I like a, about that what I like about that story is that you started it with. I went to the grocery store for two seconds. I'm like, wait, uh, we're, we're talking about something else here. But then, yeah, that, you, you found it at an unorthodox place. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Uh, that's a real good point. You wouldn't think, you know, sourcing at a grocery store. No, but you know, I know lots. I know some Amazon guys that that's all they do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, uh, ridiculous oh, numbers. Yeah, and yeah, ridiculous hundred hundred fifty thousand a month. Yeah, and so and even more. I think the one guy's up that we know. So I think he's up around three hundred thousand. Yeah. So yeah. So there's just it, it's a utilitarian thing again. So everybody uses. Oh yeah. So what about you? What in the last six months? What's kind of been your favorite? Um, this one, I mean, when you said that, I, I mean, one sticks out. This is probably about a year ago, actually. It was a, it was from a thrift store, so not as uh, cool of a story as yours. But what they were, they were all the way on the side. It was probably about 150 of these five and a quarter inch discs. You remember those floppy discs? Oh, man, did I use those in my career. Yes, five and a quarter. So I don't know if anyone out there can remember that. That's pre three and a half inch, pre CD. That You're was probably talking about 1990s. 80s, 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah 90s. 80s to early 90s, maybe. Right. And then, so they had these in the corner. I just saw a stack of them. I mean, it's like six foot tall, it looked like, because they made a giant pile. And I said, you know, uh, let's take a look at these. So I scanned them, and this is for Amazon. Um, and they were ranked really high, but there were no sellers. So there was no price on them. Gotcha. Um, so I said, all right. And then I looked at them, and they priced them for 99 cents. So I'm guessing that nobody wanted them, obviously, because, I mean, how are you going to use them? But they were sealed. They were in the 10-pack sealed they were, or the 5-pack? Um, yeah, they were 10-packs, 10 10 boxes yeah. of 10-packs, sealed. With the, with the cardboard box still around yes, it? Yes, with the oh, cardboard yeah. sealed. Oh. So I'm like, uh, all right, let me get a cart here because I'm looking around. And me, I thought, oh, everyone's looking at me. Everyone's trying to grab these. I look around, nobody, people are walking nobody. right by them. So that was 99 cents for 99 10. cents a piece. Uh, for but, 10? Uh, yeah, for 10, yeah. for a box of 10. For a box but on of top 10. of that, I have, you know, I have – coupons so I, I was able to take off about 15 percent per so i get them for about 85 cents a piece um and i said you know i'm just gonna take all of them which i did i took them all and then i was able to list them for about 20 bucks a piece so nice um it took a while to sell but they all went 100 percent of them went and i didn't get any returns which is weird but um well, yeah those were, those were workhorses back then those oh, didn't yeah. fail no no. I mean, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember getting those when I was a kid. Just in it was, uh, I didn't have a video game system, but I remember Dad got me a, it had the games he had handwritten the games on the title, you know, right, right, on the top of the floppy disk. So I'm like, uh, those, uh, those bring back memories. I mean, I used uh, 
uh, I'm so familiar with those because every time I did system backups on IBM stuff, that's what we use those. Yeah, I can't even remember how big, uh, what's the storage in that? One megabyte or less than half a megabyte? No, we're, uh, yeah, if that, it it was, no, we're not 256 or or something. Most of them were, yeah, like 256, maybe, maybe 512. I think, yeah, double sided 512 at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, see, it's stuff like that. Now, how many boxes did you end up? uh, Oh, it was just shy of 150, I believe. Because I think there were about 160 of them, but I had to pull about 12 because I started to see some of the wrapping because they'd piled it up so high. The yeah. ones in the bottom started to wilt. But uh, so I pulled about 12. I think it was 148 or 149. Discs, not boxes. Boxes of discs. 140 boxes. 140 boxes. Whoa. And it was just sitting there and then you couldn't miss this because it's about six foot tall. Plus they didn't have it on the ground. They had it on top of a cabinet. So it's already starting at three feet high and piled up. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I, that's, that's a huge pick and you get the whole box for less than a dollar and selling it for 20. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Like I remember there there was not many people in the store. And then there was like one checker and then somebody else came over and they're like, wait, what are those? I mean, what do you use those for? I'm like, uh, I'm, uh, at first I was thinking about saying, well, I'm going to use them for, I'm like, no, it's not. I, I said, I'm just going to sell them. I, yeah. I just, I just put it out there. I'm like, no, I'm not going to make up a story here. I mean, these discs are from 1984. <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> you get, yeah. At times you got to just come up and go, I know a guy. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you knew a guy exactly. called. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, a buddy of mine, Jeff Bezos. He sells these. Yeah, he can use them. So yeah, yeah I got them on speed dial. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, but if you think about like, I always think of this on that. You know, who gave those up? So that was somebody that had some in storage. It was obviously a oh yeah a data business. Of course, they were mint. So yeah, yeah. So they had them in storage. As man, we got ahead of them. And then your buyers like, who bought those? There's th- a lot of different people because I yeah. didn't see anyone buying more than a couple. Maybe five was the most that somebody bought. Uh, most of it was one, 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 one. And then, you know, over a yeah. hundred. So, I mean, yeah. So that leads, and that was a year ago. Yes. So there are, and that there's another opportunity for a niche that we, oh, have, yeah. you know, the, the vintage, um, vintage computer, media, I guess. Yeah. Vintage computerware. Cause they, yes. people love that. There are, I, uh, found a um, a bunch of mini disc and some apple stuff okay from the 80s and man it went quick oh yeah so the mini discs yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. just a huge market for for that vintage software vintage media and oh yeah i mean i've never sold mini discs but i have sold quite a few zip discs if you remember those oh yeah those things can go for ridiculous especially if they're sealed yeah 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 and you know what I sell, uh, talking about what Dan Moore about VCRs. Um, I never pass up sealed VHS tapes. Never. No. Cause, yeah, because they'll sell. Uh, yep. They may sit. I try to bundle them up, but they sell because again, they're not making that stuff. And that was oh yeah. Things. You know who knows? You always think about like potential. It's like you had them at twenty bucks. And I'm sure at one point you went, yeah, I need to jack this price up. 
Well, it's funny you say that because I started, the, I initially typed in 9.99 and then one sold. And I'm like, I'm the only guy selling this. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see what 19.99 does. And then for a week, nothing sold. And I was thinking about, oh, no. Yeah. And then a week later, somebody bought one. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to leave it. Did you have them in FBA or were they? Were FBA. A hundred in FBA. I mean, in hindsight, I probably should have said in half and then half later because they sold, but they sold kind of at a steady rate. Right. Um, but that was kind of when I was starting FBA. So I just kind of send it, sent in everything. Right. Right. But I mean, they all sold and it was uh, probably the most I've ever bought a one thing, especially from a thrift store. Wow. You know, that's something that, that we hope that our listeners get is the opportunities. Um, yeah. You know, and, and in that opportunity, you know, our, our tagline or our, our belief is always uh, research equals knowledge equals profit. You, you had the knowledge you knew what those discs were. Oh yeah. You know, so you knew and, and they equal that profit. Somebody out there walking and that walking by and look, research this stuff yeah. and get the knowledge and you'll make the profit. And definitely that's the beauty of today is in your hand, you have a computer that 10 years ago we didn't have. Oh yeah. In your pocket. In your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it just research it on the spot. And that's what a lot of people are doing this day. We always just, suggest that so well mo i tell you it has been it just i i, I am so excited for the resellers niche podcast uh, I, I think it's going to really help a lot of people oh uh, yeah and it's going to grow and, and it's it's and if it helps it helps me and you too i know that for a fact oh yeah i mean i've already learned so much i can't wait to, to see the and talk to the new people that we're going to have up uh, coming up and find out yeah. some new stuff and we've got uh, some got some really nice guests and we're actually uh gonna and, and if you if you would like to be on our show please reach out to me and mo um you know if you have a niche that you'd like to share we're always open for more guests um not only if you're you don't even have to be a reseller we're also looking and, and we're going to speak to some buyers yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're looking for the knowledge. Yeah. I mean, the it doesn't matter if you're a buyer, a seller, worked in the industry, um, any of that. Yeah. I think we talked about, wouldn't it be great to get somebody that's actually worked in one of the shoe manufacturers? Oh yeah. Uh, corporate or something like that. That'd be a great uh, a boom for. Yeah. The, the definitely. Part of it. So good. Well, Mo, I, again, I, I, I sure have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed uh, getting, getting with you on these times. And I just hope that, we continue and continue to learn and learn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. And like Russ said, reach out to us. We've got a Facebook group. Uh, it's in the show notes down there. Uh, you can also get us on uh, Gmail reseller help reseller niche help at gmail.com. Um, either way, just reach out. And if you want to listen, if you want to learn, if you want to be on the show, any of those, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Reseller Niche podcast. Show notes and social media links are located at resellerniche.com. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes.